Welcome to another episode of Wild Takes. Today, we are going to be talking to Seth Tupel, 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 you name it, whoever says it, the newly, newly credentialed Minnesota Wild reporter. On top of that, too, we're going to give you our Wild Takes, our stick taps, and take a lap. We're going to talk about the preseason Minnesota Wild wrap-up. We're going to go into our predictions for the stat leaders for your Minnesota Wild at the end of the season, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the Wild Week prediction as we go into games on Thursday and Saturday. Tune in. Let's go. But first, I want to tell you about Underdog Fantasy Sports. I want to tell you about the easiest way to get some action on sports. It's Underdog Fantasy in their Pick'em game. Just pick higher or lower on your favorite or least favorite player's stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Pick between two to five players to fill out your Pick'em entry, get every pick right, and you take home some cold, hard cash cash baby use the code 10k and get your first deposit doubled up to $100 by underdog once again that is code 10k on underdog app or go to www.underdogfantasy.com or click the link below to get your first deposit doubled on underdog today All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode of Wild Takes. I am your host, Marlo, joined per usual by Zooch. How the hell are you doing today, buddy? Hey, man, I'm doing great. It's another episode, our second episode together. I'm looking forward to it, Marlo. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to seeing the thumbnail. We're going to get, of course, Seth Tupal, Seth Tupal, Sethy T, uh, whatever you want to call him, the man of many faces, the man of many names, because I can't fucking say it. And once again, demonetize already, because I keep messing that up. But uh, I'm excited to get him on. I'm excited to talk about his new credentials, talk about Minnesota Wild Hockey, but most importantly, this episode, this is a huge one for us. Do you want to know why, Zooch? Why is it a big episode? We are going to get producer Cam more involved Ooh. in this episode. He's going to be talking more. Newly found hockey guy. He's going to yep. feed us probably stupid questions throughout the year, <laughs> oh, which yeah. is what I'm excited for. His dumb questions, my dumb takes, and you talking about the dumbass twins. Uh, so we, <laughs> <I love that. laughs> Which we can now, I think what we can do is right off the bat, I think we dive into our wild takes yes. right off the bat. And what I'm going to say here immediately is going to piss off some of you guys. Um, I think the twins are going to lose to the Houston Astros only because I'm so sick and tired of hearing about them. I'm ready to roll into the wild season they're trash get good cuz i'm sick of them i, I we're gonna t- cam i want to hear yours because i already know zooch's opinion cam you dive in here mr hopeful mr optimistic on minnesota sports what do you got for us zooch and i are like the same person on this take uh the, you can't say the twins are a horrible team we finally have an ace we're 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 tied 1-1 and now we have two games at home we're literally in the driver's seat I, I think you're going to be hearing about the Twins for a lot longer than you want to. Can I ask a stupid question real yeah, quick? They all are. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Why aren't we pitching Joe Ryan? I know that's been a controversial thing. We're putting in uh, Bailey Ober ended up pitching the last game. This should come out Tuesday, so your, your Minnesota Twins are going to play tonight. And I believe they already said that uh, – What's his dick? The guy, Sonny Gray, is going to be pitching on the this, mound for this game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Joe Ryan isn't pitching because uh, he gave up a lot of home runs this year. And I realize Ober gave up some home runs too, but Ober was just a stronger pitcher throughout the whole season, more consistent. Ryan was very good at the beginning of the season, really good pitcher at the beginning of the season, and then just kind of fell apart. So It's actually a perfect trade-off, Marlo, because I'm going to ask you stupid questions about hockey all year, yeah. and you're yeah. going to ask stupid ones about baseball. <laughs> um, and 
it, it makes sense as someone that isn't like a super hard twins follower like yourself is like why the fuck aren't we pitching joe ryan mm-hmm. but zooch hit it right on the head he's been pretty bad lately mm-hmm. um and i also think ba- bailey ober was the right call even though it didn't work out and i think like rocco's thinking which is very hard to understand what he's thinking anytime um, but I think he did not want to have a Joe Ryan game because there's a high possibility that turns into Joe Ryan, Kenta Maeda, and Chris Paddock in yep. that same game. Whereas now for game four, say we win tomorrow, then he can possibly start Joe Ryan and you could still throw Kenta and yep. everyone else because you just want to win the series at that yep. point. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, yeah, I don't give a shit. Um, Zooch, <laughs> <laughs> what's, okay. what's your go. wild take? Let's My wild you. take <laughs> is uh, Jason Zucker. Friend of the It's a Bit Show um, has a career year Ooh. in Arizona and the Arizona Coyotes make the playoffs as a wild card team this season. Okay, all right. Um, my reaction to that: we looked into the Yotes lineup. I okay. am not a fan of their lineup at all. Okay, as as even Bulbs talked about in the last episode. If you didn't listen, great episode. He gave a ton of stories about Midzi, which was phenomenal yes. as well too. Great episode. But uh, I don't like their goaltending whatsoever it's one of those things though too but in my dumbass, i did say like before the season started i was like hey who's a safe bet i don't know why they're asking me that was dumb on their part but i out of the like three teams i provided all three of them made the playoffs all three of them were in the top of the standings as well too it was carolina it was boston um and then it was uh um oh my god i'm blanking I was so good, and I can't remember. Anyways, but they were like, wait, what do you think about Vegas? And I didn't have faith in Thompson either. Okay. And Thompson turned out to be yeah, a great goaltender. Yep. So you never know. I could end up switching it up. Dumba is, I think, is a bum. Um, good riddance. I know a lot of people are going to hate that <laughs> yeah. take, but that's what we're here for. It's called Wild Takes for a Reason. I'm here to make you mad. And me and Marlo aren't – we're, we're, we're going to agree sometimes. We're not going to agree all the time, but I think we can agree that we are not Matt Dumba fans. Yeah. And we both – I, hey, great guy off the ice. That's great. Great teammate. On the ice the last four seasons, he hurt the Wild in many ways. So. 100%. Uh, and I was willing to get rid of him to get some parts back oh, yeah, as well, yeah. too. Like two years ago. Yep, I was totally fine ago. with that. That would have been the right time to do it. I understand why we didn't. I get that. I, I so I, And that's the thing is I don't want to like question Bill Guerin because sure. I, of course... You and I both know yes. biggest Billy G fans yes. there possibly is as well too. All of 10K loves themselves some Billy G. Uh, Cameron's a big fan of Billy G himself as well too. But Dumbo, it was time to go. Yeah. The only thing that made me feel bad is the camera would have lost out. This is you're all for two on jerseys now, right? Sticking uh, around. <laughs> I have Kaprizov, so I still have. Okay, I still yeah, have him. There. But yeah, Dumbo and Reeves are gone. Like like we talked last episode, I got to find one. Well, oh, did, tough. I, uh, the last thing on Dumbo, I got to say is. I don't know if this is 100% true, but you always see there was a hypothetical trade thrown out there years ago, and I don't know if Dubas actually Dubas, entertained it. Dubas. Yeah. Um, it was Nylander for Dumba straight up, <laughs> and we kind of said, no, thank you. I don't know if that's clickbait or what, but if that was an actual trade that was on the table and we did not take it, that's bad now. Could you imagine Flo Sidon on the Minnesota Wild? That's what I'm going to call him now. That's absolutely insane. I mean, Cam, uneducated, give us three facts about William Nylander right now. Go. <laughs> William Nylander, <clears throat> uh, I've heard the name. Yep. See, I've been so I've been I've been trying to hit the books. I've been uh, studying, but he played f- at one point for the Rangers, right? Uh, yep. Okay, I got that. No, no, keep he going. Didn't. Keep going. I don't fucking one fact down. <laughs> Two more, please. Fun facts about William Nylander: He plays in the NHL and he's a forward. 
that's good. Okay. Hey, hey. Do we give him two for that one? We'll that's take two. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Three damn, that's a way, way to own him there. Your that's favorite New York Ranger forward, Who the William fuck Nylander. He, where have I heard that name? Was Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto. Yeah, that's <laughs> Which, by the way, we do play him on Saturday. Yes, and that's the whole point of bringing Seth on. We're going to do a little preview of the week, kind of see how, the, how it's going to go, give you our predictions as well. Has he been too. in Toronto his whole career? Yes. I believe huh. so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Drafted there. Yeah, great. looks terrible with dreadlocks because his head is about as big as yours, Cam. It's crazy. <laughs> Poor guy. You ever Poor thought about trying dreadlocks with that, that flow of yours? No, it's mullet only. It's a damn Especially, shame. Only, I'm on a baby. hockey podcast now. I, I have yep. to keep the mullet, you know? That's true. It's a damn shame we don't have the Cam Cam because like, that would be yeah. a great time to cut we're over. Gonna, we're going to make it happen. I think we'll I figured out how happen. to make it work. The light is reflecting off the back of your head just so oh, beautifully. Oh, it's beautiful, honestly. I love it. You got his, a little... blonde hair is glistening. Yeah, it looks like you got one of those like Jersey Shore bumpets in the back of your head because it's just <laughs> okay. peeking out of the little, the little <laughs> I crevice. Now, oh, I yeah. hate that. Oh, yeah. I hate when no, like my hair damn. sticks out of the back of my hat because I feel like a fucking four-year-old at a t-ball game. It's hey, all it's good, okay. baby. But yeah, you just bought that as seen on TV bumping. <laughs> I get it. You're a, you're a 90s kid. Um, <laughs> all right, Cam, your wild take. I want to hear from you. All right, my first ever wild take. I had to come out hot. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres are Stanley Cup champions. I definitely uh, hate that. I know Whoa. you do, and I knew you were going to. But like I said, I've been studying a little bit. Um, I love Tage Thompson. He has a great He's last so name. Uh, they have good. Rasmus Dallin on the blue line, as, lo- uh, as Just well resigned. as Owen Power, young defenseman, mm-hmm. stud. And then I'm oh, blank. Good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alex Tuck has been fantastic ever since he went there. I think they're going to surprise some people, and the Sabres win the cup over the Avalanche. Whoa. That. I- I think they'll surprise people. I don't think they're going to win the cup. And what I mean by surprise people is they might make it out of the first round. Um, That's probably the full extent that I'm giving them credit for. Today was hilarious. Rasmus Dahlin ended up signing an extension as well, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was one person I saw today just would just wanted to die on the hill that Rasmus Dahlin is a top five defenseman (laughs) in the NHL. And just people were hitting him with just numerous top five defensemen, yeah. way better yeah. than him. And I think he ended up coming. There was even one person who's like, he comes in in like eleventh. Like he's yeah. just. No. Which, don't get me wrong, Dolly, he's great a great player. player. Yeah. He's he's sewered us numerous times. Sewered us very loosely yeah. against the Wild right. as well too. He's he's made some phenomenal plays. He's actually even played physical against the Wild, which is crazy he's for a good us. Player. Tiny little top New York outlandish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably a New York Rangers uh, defenseman, as Cam would probably put him. Didn't know he played. Yeah, for every, everyone played for the Rangers. Actually, yeah. fun fact. <laughs> Because <laughs> he's not a big guy by any means, but yeah, he does end up playing physical against the Wild. So uh, I hate that take. What, I mean, you well, want it, it is very Marlo. I will say it's very bold of you to say that they won't win the cup. Yeah, that is a bold credit to me. Yeah, yeah hey, credit hey. to me. Uh, I, I'm not gonna say I love it, but I, they're gonna be good. They should make the playoffs. It's just I need to see it. You know, they they we've we've had hype around them a few years here. They are a lot better this year than they have been in the years past, but. They've shown me nothing. I got to see something. They do make the playoffs cup. I don't think so. But hey, that'd be kind of cool. I also I mean, love- I, I actually I, Buffalo being good at, at being good is good for the NHL, in my opinion. I love so. the city of Buffalo too. Yeah. So I just have to rally around. That. One of the funnest it. cities. They I've do ever deserve been. it. They I do mean, deserve which, it. Which sounds scummy for me to say because they have Josh Allen and they have Stephon Diggs, <laughs> like they should, and Dawson Knox and Keith Kincaid. I mean, we could just name yeah. Keith Kincaid, right? That's his Dalton name. Kincaid. Dalton, Dalton Kincaid. Kincaid. Keith Kincaid's the goaltender from, from New Jersey. <laughs> That's my bad. Yeah. They have it's a hockey podcast. Yeah, they got tools. They got all this stuff, so they should be winning. And they actually look pretty. I mean, sewer. It's like our it's our sister sports city almost. Yeah, yeah. sewer. And Buffalo is a super weird city. I think they're going to get weird. We're going to get like a Canadians COVID run, but it's going to be Buffalo this year. Like when the Canadians made the cup, that was wild. Yeah, Buffalo's going to do it. 
All right. Uh, yeah, do you, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's, I'll, I'll save the tape. I'll just say that. I wouldn't be shocked. I'm trying to think of who in their division, like, they would... That's tough. Yeah, because, I mean, isn't... Aren't, they're with the Devils in them, right? Or are they yeah. on the other side? Well, the with, Devils are in the Metropolitan. That's what. It, okay, okay. They're so the they're Atlanta. with like. So they have the Bruins and everything, yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. am I blanking uh, their division right now? Cut, you know, cut <laughs> this. Cut this. Like yeah, dead they have, air. They have right Boston. Here. Don't, don't put Boston, Florida, Toronto. Okay, Florida's dog shit. Toronto is in. Boston is in. So are you thinking they're going to fall in that three spot? Yeah, it's going to be between them and Ottawa, and then they're going to make a run. God, I have no faith in Ottawa. Um, I, everyone <laughs> I loves them. I know, and I don't get it. It I doesn't like make they're any the sense Sabres. To me. They're almost like the Sabres were getting hype years, years, years. Like they're going to be good. They're going to be good. They're going to be good. Young pieces, exactly. I guess. It's but the I youngest. Don't know. Hey, Josh Norris with in Ottawa is a stud. I don't know if he's, he's going to be necessarily healthy right to start yeah. the year, but he's a stud. Uh, Tim. <laughs> Stutzel. Stutzel? Stutzel. Can you tell I listen to a good. hockey podcast on my way hey, here? Hey, hey, he's <laughs> a hockey guy. Happen, he's a right? fucking hockey guy, I, and I can't, I can't be more Can I say from a selfish standpoint, I do kind of low-key hope that uh, Ottawa is good because I have a rookie uh, Young Guns Tim Stutzel card, and okay. I really want him to pop off so I can get some value off that bad boy. I do love that for you. At one point, it was selling for like a grand. Hey, Ottawa, don't sleep on them. Or not Ottawa, I mean Detroit. Detroit. I was going to say Wings. everyone's sleeping on Detroit. I know they look they look okay. Like honestly, I a while back we had a 10k bets episode on Caveman and my my one preposterous take or whatever they had on there. It's not a wild take obviously, but I said Detroit makes the playoffs this year. And I said that's where you should put your money because it was like plus 135. Dude. I was like that's Yeah. That's, that's pretty good money and I, I think they can make it this year. They got they got some pieces. Yeah, that's one good. thing to keep your eyes peeled for as well too. Is there's a lot of plus money plays on yeah. on the NHL this year yes. that actually look really tasty. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a little bit more of that once we bring Seth on. But first, let me tell you a little bit about the Minnesota Wild 10,000 takes merchandise. Can we say that can we get season yeah. season assistant because uh, i said minnesota wild 10k takes minnesota merch. hockey club minnesota hockey club 10,000 takes merch and where can you find it at 10k takes mn.com zooch right now cut to him cut to him right now don't cut to him boom look at that thing he's rocking the vintage minnesota wild hockey uh sweatshirt this thing is absolutely gorgeous it is a dyed washed garment which means it's going to fade over time and look even more vintage as well too but we have amazing shirts such as the uh the zookies the buckies play zuccarello shirt we have i am a slut for kyrill highlights we have a ton of stuff available for you on the website today and we have even more coming throughout the season as great players emerge make sure you head on over to 10ktxmn.com today hit the shop tab and check out our minnesota wild which check out the twins merch if you want to as well too i don't give a shit uh go ahead you can check that stuff out it's there as well too until i decide to take it down get it off the site let's go to seth all right after that just hectic insane ad read we welcome you back joined by us today is going to be seth first question for you right off the bat how do you say your last name? Because we, if when you listen to this episode, you're going to be really mad at me because daddy fucked up a few times. Daddy said your name wrong a couple times, I'm sure, and maybe hopefully got it right one time out of the 15 that I tried. I think I had it right, so I want to hear it. Do we drum? Well, on? let's, uh, we'll sell, we'll separate it into two syllables. Okay. Toe okay. Paul. Toe Paul. We were, I think we were all wrong. I think I said Topol. I don't I? think you said it. I said Topol. Did I not? Cam. I mean, it's not exactly correct, but no, I mean, it's pretty never Go back to the tape. Paul. Toe Paul. All right, Logan Toe Paul. Seth Toe Paul, welcome to the Wild Takes Podcast. Episode two, our second guest. You fall just a hair behind the e-bug, Connor Beaupre. How do you feel? 
I feel honored to be in the same sentence as the emergency backup for the Minnesota <laughs> Wild, who is just an A plus in every sense of the word, absolute beauty. And so for me to be uh, number two to Connor, I'll uh, I'll take it. We, we, honestly, we appreciate you coming on. the The goal of today's episode that me and Zuch didn't necessarily talk about was to uh, to put you in weird situations where you would potentially lose your credentials. Um, and so that's kind of where we wanted to wanted to dive in. Let's start with that first off. Congratulations. Yes. That is the big piece. Yes. Credentialed for the Minnesota Wild. You're reporting. Obviously, you do your show Locked on Wild. Make sure you tune in because if you want an actual deep analytical yes. breakdown, Seth is going to be your guy. If you want to listen to a bunch of clowns try to ruin Seth's career, that's where we come in. That's us. <laughs> that's, that's where we play. So, Seth, congratulations. First off, how excited are you for the season, right? You got it a little bit at the end of the year, correct, if I'm not mistaken. And now you got a yeah. full season, right? It is yeah, it's oh, yeah. it's full season, so uh, I'll be at every home game that uh, I can get to, which should be pretty much all of them. Um, it, it's going to be a lot of fun because last year it was kind of a let's just see how this works for me. Let's just see what the whole process is like. But now that I've had a chance to experience it, we're going to get some stuff done uh, while uh, while at, at the X. And uh, I'm really excited for the uh the level of content that is going to be unfurled as the season goes on, especially um, on opening night. And uh, I just, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I know the vibes are a little down on, uh, on the team heading into the season, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but I could not be more excited for this to get started. It's, it's going to be fun. And the reason I brought up the whole point of like, I want to try and ruin your career thing was uh, so Fun fact, I don't think I told anybody about this besides maybe Zooch. Zooch, it might be the only one who knows about it. Uh, I, <laughs> I applied for credentials last year. Um, it didn't go anything like what I expected it to be. And what I mean by applying for credentials, I just simply inquired about credentials. And this kind of shows you where we sit, 10,000 takes as a company. The email that I got back is uh, we appreciate your interest in covering the wild, but at this point, we're not able to provide media credentials for you or anyone from 10,000 takes uh, for, for this upcoming season. That was in, I asked for one game in October. I get one it. One game. I get it. I'm not the guy to give it to, but they're just like, he's like, the whole company? Out. <laughs> Dunzo. So it's great that you could provide. The only reason we're using you is essentially what I'm trying to get to. You're providing some sort of credibility to our show. Exactly. Uh, yeah. as, as I am your daddy, I expect you to perform for us today. Yeah. Uh, whatever you need. I am... Uh... I am your internet son, so uh, I'm I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, we need to address that, by the way. What's up with this yeah, old daddy? Yeah, is, <laughs> I don't know. Eddie, I've heard you explain. <laughs> People have asked you about this, and you still don't have a great answer. And I want you to come up with a phenomenal answer for the next time you're ever asked this question. Like, why is Marlo your daddy? That guy That guy sucks. <laughs> hey, I guess it just goes back to the, uh, the golf, the 10K mm. golf invitational, I suppose. The first time that we had a chance to uh, interact in person. And the thought just hit my head at that point. I was like, well, there's my uh, there's my social media dad. <laughs> I, think oh I think we're both standing outside of the pisser. It was, it was like when that first right, conversation. Yeah, that helps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Both a little soaking wet. And uh, <laughs> But anyways, let's talk about this upcoming season here, Seth. One of the big questions, we kind of dive into a little bit of more analytical talk, because that's why we brought you on here, right? We want to talk Minnesota World Hockey. We see now Jared Spurgeon is out, right? 
one of the biggest talking points last year was Addison is not going to get his shot because he is way too similar of a player to Jared Spurgeon. That was one of the biggest talking points that we heard over and over again. Where do you think Addison slots in this lineup? Can he fill that kind of Spurgeon void? And what, what do we expect from uh, from the young man, the young little mustache boy this year? Well, I think we've kind of already gotten a sense as to what the uh, lineup's going to look like defensively. From the sounds of it, it's going to be Alex Goligoski on the top line with Jake Middleton, which means Kalen Addison will be on that third pairing with uh, John Merrill, uh, and that'll be... That'll be your your starting six. Uh, the Wilds released their opening night roster. They are not carrying any additional defensemen. Jared Spurgeon's on the list, but obviously he's injured. So that's going to be your six. But it does give an opportunity for Kalen to not have to worry about getting yanked out of the lineup at this point. If he just goes out and just does his job and uh, just kind of vibes and and does what he brings to the lineup, then I think he'll be just fine. But it's a huge loss. Spurgeon's a huge loss for this team. There's no way that you can replicate what he does defensively. And, you know, I, I kind of view Alex Goligoski as like a, a part-time player mm-hmm. at this point in his career. We saw what happened last year. It just seemed like he kind of ran out of gas as the season went along. And so can it work for like two weeks? Hopefully, if it's longer injury than that, then I think you're going to have to look at trying to bring somebody up. But the problem is there's not a ton of money to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. That is true. The handcuff piece does come into a play on that big time. You want to, We should dive into it right away. Let's just do stick taps and take a lap, and we can dive a little bit more wild talk. Sure. That's not like a good plan, Zuch. I want to start with you. Stick taps, take a lap. What do you got? Well, my stick tap is NHL veterans. Uh, there's a couple welcome to the NHL moments last week or a couple days ago, I mean, Fantilli got absolutely blasted oh, by TJ Oshie. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to the league, Welcome bud. to the league, bud. Put your head up. Otherwise, that's going to happen a lot. Bedard just looked like he forgot how to play hockey on a shootout move, and Fleury kind of gave him a little tap on the shin guard like, hey, bud, it'll get better for you. And then you had Sidney Crosby, of all people. Sidney fucking Crosby gets in a fight with Peyton Krebs in a preseason Amazing. game. If that tells you... <laughs> let's end this preseason a little sooner next year, huh? Let's get the regular season started. These boys want to roll. And, yeah, NHL vets are my stick taps. I mean, they're uh, they're going hard in the preseason right now. Welcome in these rooks. So, love I love that. that. Love that. Great hockey we've seen as well, too. I love it. And on top of that, two teams are basically running top-line full <laughs> rosters as well, yeah. too, in that final game, which is – for the most, not for the most part, unheard of. But growing up, it was always like, oh, you might get it in the final game. You might get a Koivu, you might get a Parise, you might get mm-hmm. the Suter and whatnot as well too. But you might well, be grassing Grandland. You might be doing all that little weird stuff. So I will say, the Wild are currently in first place in the Central in the preseason. Not a big deal. <laughs> so, hey, hey, There's our Seth face hey, for our for our thumbnail. Count it. it. Hey, <laughs> count it. Hey, let's hang the banner. What's your take a lap? My take a lap. Uh, baseball related, Marlo. I'm sorry. God damn it, it is the AL East. More or less known as the AL Least. Uh, Three of the teams, the Blue Jays, Orioles, and Tampa Bay Rays, are on seven-game postseason losing streaks. Seven. And the Yankees are at a four-game playoff losing streak, and the Boston Red Sox are sitting at three games. Lost in a row in the postseason. So that's pretty bad. Uh, And I know coming from a Twins fan, people listening to this are going to be like, oh, really? You're going to comment on this? Because uh, your team just lost 18 years in a row of postseason play. 
or close to 20, something like that. But yeah, the AL East, that's, that's fucking bad. They haven't won a game in this postseason after being one of the best divisions in baseball all season long. And you can't win one playoff game. Looking pretty grim. So yeah, the AL East take a lap. You guys are donezo. I didn't hear a single word. I was debating on jumping out of this window. <laughs> there was one right next to me, and it looked so sweet. We're four stories up. I'm like, will it do enough damage to get me out of this? Oh, it will. It will. Hmm. Something to consider. I hate baseball. I'm over it. I don't want to hear anything about it. I'm done. So Cam wants to chime in so badly right now and talk about this. Well, I mean, Zooch is right. It's they just who beat cares? It. Who they, gives it? It's a hockey show, damn it! Hey, I don't well, want to hear it. That. That's bad. I could have done. T- take a lap. Take a lap. I could have right, done right, T.J. Right, Hawkinson right. catch a fucking football bum. Like Ouch. I mean, Jesus. Ouch. Could have done him too. Shots. I mean, Seth, Jesus. I want to hear from you. What is your stick tap? At Maroon for hey. a capital T tilt yes. against Jamie Ben in the uh, preseason finale. That was uh, that was a big man fight. Between uh, those two guys and Maroon, I, I don't know how you score it because it seemed like Ben was kind of trying to pull away to uh, not get hit. So I I would say Maroon won it, but uh, that guy is going to be just an absolute just brawler out there this season, and I could not be more excited to uh, to see what happens. So that's the that's the stick tap. I got to go to the world of college football for the take a lap. University of Miami head football coach Mario Cristobal, who with his team leading, his team was ahead. Georgia Tech had no timeouts. There was like 40 seconds left on the clock. And he's running plays. And I understand that the fumble itself was questionable. But why are you putting yourself in position for that to even happen? It's called victory formation for a reason because it helps ensure that you don't do something to destroy your chances at a victory. Oh, man. The the only explanation. And the funny part, too, is that's not the first time he's done it. He did it at one of his previous coaching stops, too. I didn't oh, know that. I didn't know that. I was wow. waiting for Cam to Repeat chime in. Repeat offender. I know he's. Repeat offender. I know he's mad about this. I know he's upset about it because he probably lost money on it. Uh, well, imagine having money on that. Well, I would I, be so pissed off. The, the spread is tw- was twenty and a half, so I was already I already lost. But okay. the only explanation is that Cristobal had a teaser and he had Miami <laughs> minus thirteen and he needed to cover. He had a, he had a teaser on his own program. Seth, do you buy into that? The whole thing that coaches swear they don't know spreads, they don't know. I mean, this is one thing I need you to ask Dino at some point when you get a hold of him. Like, hey, did you know? They know. Which they, for hockey it doesn't matter. For it's one and a half every game. It's just a matter of whether Seriously. you're plus or minus. But it's I want to hear from a coach that literally says, "Yeah, we knew we were one, minus one." and a half uh so we we pulled the goalie despite the fact that we were up by one like yeah. we needed it <laughs> yes. that's Listen, why i got a family to feed they definitely know and that's why i love james franklin the head coach at penn state because he fucking covers the spread no matter what like he doesn't care <laughs> like he's gonna score <laughs> well Stop. and the funniest thing is is I, I, when i saw that highlight or low light actually yeah uh depending it, it, it kind of reminded me of like kids like me and my friends playing madden growing up you know what I mean? It's like 40 oh. seconds left. It's like, nah, I'm going to beat you by 15 or 14. You know, here. Four verticals yeah, exactly. every play. It's Just like, here we it. go. Let's get another <laughs> touchdown. We're like, what, dude, there's 40 seconds left. Uh-huh. Take a knee, kick a field goal, do something. Like, I don't know what the fuck he was it's, doing. That was it's, crazy. It's it's kind of like the Madden scenario. Like, he thought the sliders were on, but he forgot to hit save before he backed out of the menu. <laughs> oh, He's just no. like, yeah, I'm just going to run this for 60-some-odd for, for <laughs> oh, yards. And then, whoops. 
And you knew Georgia Tech was scoring. Like as soon as they recover oh, that yeah. ball, it's like this game's over. Like yeah, they are either they're kicking a field goal, sending it to OT, or they're scoring. That's just that's how karma works in sports. When you, something when, bad's gonna happen. Yeah, when you strip that ball, you got a full chub going on. You're ready to take that thing to the house. Yeah. yeah imagine Georgia Georgia Tech money line betters sitting there turning the so game hard. off. This game's over. All of a sudden, they're like, wait. I just got money deposited in my account. What's going on here? That was one of my favorite things about this past NHL season as well, too, is the fact that like when you would watch on ESPN, they would pull up. I think it's DraftKings they're sponsored by or whatever. Should they would be. throw on like a random DraftKings like graphic. It's like the Colorado Avalanche are minus 10,000 right now to win this game, <laughs> even though they're up by two. And you're yeah. just like, I kind of want to play the other side. <laughs> like, yeah, you got to live bet that every time. Every time. 100%. Well, when you get those odds, obviously. Yeah, yeah. for sure. It's Cam. Uh, my stick tap, Zooch touched on it a little bit. It's Mark Andre Fleury just absolutely murdering people in the shootout. Not only did he tell Connor Bedard that he's still a little boy, but he fucking murdered Taylor Hall just out of nowhere, like just, off the top rope. Just karate. Yeah. To, 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 I mean, counterpoint. He did get run into by oh, Hall. Yeah, Hall but, I don't know what Hall was doing. Hall had his head down that whole time, or he fumbled the puck. I didn't quite get the full the full end of it, but he. Hall, it seemed like Hall had his head down and just went yeah. barreled right into him. And Fleury's like, what the fuck? My favorite thing, the one thing that you didn't mention, which is my favorite, is the fact that he shot the puck over yeah. at the guy. <laughs> the right la- yeah, the guy who tried to bury the, be- the, 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 the rebound, rebound there. Yeah. yeah, in the shootout, he just like hammered it over to him in the corner. It's a flurry vengeance here, it, it feels was, like. It was the most beginner-level hockey finder shootout I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> like, Chicago just looked like they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and then uh, my take a lap is actually West Wall's. Um, oh. Now I'm I'm new to the hockey thing. I'm I'm a brand new hashtag hockey guy. Hockey guy. But like he said that after we beat Chicago in the preseason, that it was a statement game. Now I'm not an expert, okay. but I don't understand how you can have a statement game in the preseason. That doesn't add up at all. Because it got him into first place in the Central. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, hey, not, I mean, clarification here. He said it after Chicago. Yeah, after we beat them. No, he said it after we game. won in a shootout against Chicago in That's the preseason on October fucking like third. Yeah. He literally, <laughs> he literally <laughs> said, now that is what you call a statement game. And I'm like, what? Did he forget? Do, do we think he was... Was he Was he drinking like before the game? Like, I mean, <laughs> is there... Was he a little off? Like, do you think it was a regular... Was, oh. Do you think it was a regular season game or something? Like, I'm just confused on the statement in general. Now, Seth, I want... I'm going to ask you because I want to see if you'll back me up on this one. I think if you – statement game, I think if you said that after Dallas, it's a stretch, but sure. more of a maybe sure. because Dallas's roster, and they have some of the better odds to win the Stanley Cup mm-hmm. this year. Dallas, is, Dallas came in with a, a stacked roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it did. looked good. Mm-hmm. I think well, Pavelski was out, but – I was, I'm pretty sure he was out, but outside of that, like they had a pretty good, pretty good lineup there they're, as well too. So you, you could argue statement game with that one, but co- but Chicago, Chicago, we're talking practice. <laughs> that's crazy. To yeah, me. that's not uh, that's not a phrase I would use really any point in the preseason. If it were me, <laughs> I would save that for I don't know, like he, a statement game. For example, let's go to the last year against the Chicago or the against the Colorado Avalanche. In Colorado, Wild win that game to take first place outright before the debacles against Vegas. You could use that there. Yes, sure. And I think everybody would be like, okay, I uh, I think that's a fair way to categorize that game. But not in the preseason. No. Uh-uh. It, maybe if we had like the, the Vikings' like greatest comeback game of all time, like statement game. Yeah. They're dogs. They got it in them. They're not willing to give up. Statement game. 
Uh, stopping them in a shootout? I don't know. Uh, that's a that is a great one, Cam. Congratulations, man! New hockey yeah, guy. Thank you. And you're coming in here with that heat. That's a great one as well, too. All right, stick tap for myself. I'll dive in right away. I'm torn on this one, and okay. I want you guys' opinion. Can we talk? And I'm I want to Cam. I want you to pan to Seth's face when I say this because I feel like he's going to give me the best reaction to this one. Can we talk about the ASU hockey coach? Just dominating Arizona <laughs> and some of the statements that he had about that game. Did you see this at all, Seth? Shout out Micheletti. He's the reason that I caught any sort of wind in this. He says, we don't care if they're club intramural <laughs> varsity, the little sister of the poor. We're going after them after dominating Arizona 16 to nothing. By the way, Arizona D1. <laughs> Or Arizona State, I'm sorry, D1, Arizona, not D1. <laughs> no. they're, they're, they're club, right? Yeah. It's a club team. 100%. The best part about this is there was a quote here as well, too. Um, he said that you know damn well that Arizona is going to come up and give their very best effort. This is their Stanley Cup. He's like, we have the skill, and I'm not worried about it at all. We want the mentality where you come to Mullet Arena, and we're dropping a steel cage over the ice. <laughs> I think he's a dork, but I'm torn. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to react to that one. Where I'm like, I could, like Loki. I kind of love it. I kind of want that mentality of like, yo, you're coming into our, our business. No, you're you're gonna get dominated. But I also kind of think like that's kind of a loser take, right? <sighs> yeah, it's just one of those things. It's like, okay, it's it's the competitive it's the competitive juices, right? Like you got some coaches who are just the ultimate competitor and would like smack a layup from like a five-year-old out on the basketball court, just because it's that heat of the moment. Like you either have it or you don't. So some of that falls into that category, I'm sure. But also I hear all this and I just am like, Oh, maybe just schedule better opponents to give your, cause like, what benefit is that for them? Mm-hmm. To there go just romp teams through the non-conference portion of their schedule, like what do what do you gain there other than somebody spending like a little bit of their time looking at the newspaper saying, "Wow, they really scored sixteen goals." <laughs> like beyond that, what are you getting? Yeah, this feels like the Ducks versus Trinidad Trinidad Tobago in the in well, the D two movie. It just, just feels like, like it feels like the U of M going like, "Hey." Any club team in the state, like, hey, let's find what Hamlin. Some, yeah, Hamlin. not even Ham- Hamlin. Not even, well, yeah. that's a D three. I mean, yeah. that's a D three team. At least Inver Hills. Be, at least let's go U of M versus Inver Hills. Seriously, <laughs> Dakota County Technical College, fucking club hockey team. Bring them on over. Let's play. Like, I, I mean, are we being serious here? You're playing a club hockey team. You're Division One. These guys are. These dudes are drinking at parties on the weekends, and you know, going to hockey hungover and playing a fucking. A bunch of dudes who are just like them. They're not playing Division One hockey players. These guys on uh, a diet and all these fucking working out every day. Like, that's not club hockey players. I don't know, like, no. if you guys, anyone has been around club hockey, but it's that's not what it's like. It's, it's kind of like one big party. You get to go play hockey still. You know, it's another four years of playing hockey. And then you get to go play Arizona State and get romped like that. It's probably fun for those kids, but Jesus, Arizona State. Yeah, so, so are we on the line of he's a dork or a hardo? I'm torn on this. I think he's a dork. No, he's a he's a dork and a hardo for that. <laughs> I mean it's a fine it's a fine line. I think he walks more on the side of dork. And <laughs> I because my my reaction is more just eye roll than like, oh yeah. wow, cool, tough. I'm like 
okay, whatever, whatever makes you work like five hours less at your job this week <laughs> yeah. to prepare for your next opponent, like real sweet. opponent. Yeah, yeah. Reminds, which, it reminds me of Mike Gundy from Oklahoma State. I'm a man and I'm 40. <laughs> which very, which, very Mike Gundy vibes. Which real kick, Cam? I want you to. T- we're going to cut this part here, Seth. So don't listen in. I want you to take that little piece right there where he said this guy's a total dork, and I want you to put under the the in the graphic where it just says Seth Seth talking about how Jared Spurgeon is out for the season, and we'll just put that out there. So, oh my! If you want to grab that real quick, I'd appreciate that. Um, anyways, so uh, to my take a lap on unknown. Thanks for that uh, that bit there, Seth. Um, my my take a lap here. An unnamed person from uh, KFAN came out with this, and this oh, is just God. something I thought was absolutely silly. I'm not going to go too deep into this one, but he said that uh, Taylor Hall is still one of the fastest players in the league. Um, at this age, which is, I don't even know where to begin with that one Holy right shit. there. Taylor Hall, uh, he was talking about not to dive too deep in the Chicago game. Taylor Hall is age. Taylor Hall is arguably still one of the maybe the more skilled players that exist in the league. You can say that. I sure. get that part. Fastest player in the league, buddy. You are out yeah, of touch. That's bad. It's time to retire him off. K fan. I'm not going to say who. That's. I won't say really who. Bad. I'm a bigger man than that. But if I were to, I'm not going to say it. But Taylor Hall, fastest player, one of the fastest players in the league. Jesus, buddy. Clean it up. He may not be the fastest player on his own team. I yeah. think Andreas Anthony-Siu gets uh, that. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Marge. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I think Carl Hagelin, he's retired at this point. He could probably beat Taylor <laughs> Carl Hall Hagelin, in a foot hey, race still. That's a, that's a good grab because I'm pretty <laughs> – was this a bit? Did they – the Wild hired him for some role. Did they not? I saw that on Twitter. I think they you're hired, making stuff no, up. No, 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 no. I saw this on Twitter. They hired Carl I think you Hagelin, wanted this. And they hired uh, Derek Stepan. They hired both those two in something. I swear to God. Seth, break the news. Do we have Carl Hagelin? I swear to God. Behind, up in the Raptors. We didn't the sign Raptors. him to like... I don't play, want your panic like, face. I want breaking news right now, Seth. That's why we brought you I on. Can't, uh, <laughs> I can't confirm or deny that report, but I, I, I know the Derek Stepan one. I heard about that, but... Yeah, that that's everyone knows. I think you're making shit up, Nope. Nope. This is why we don't have credentials. Nope. Right here. Right here. Um roles for Derek Stepan. This is from Russo twelve hours ago. Roles for Derek Stepan and Carl Haglin, Pablo Novak's oh. inspiring return and Felino's bros hijinks. That was one of his latest tweets. That sounded like a haiku. Wow. I don't think Yeah, well, it was a article that Gotcha. Wrote, so. That makes more so, sense. Yeah, so I that's you know, I saw that and I was kinda, I was like, for what? Like, what are we like? What, is he going to be like on the ice, uh, doing something for the team? Like, I don't. What is he doing? As far as I know, here? the only thing I know about Carl Hagelin is the fact that he wears white skates and he was just fast as shit. That's mm-hmm. really like the full extent of my knowledge. Carl, uh, Cam, real quick, we we tested this earlier, Seth. You weren't here. Where, where did Carl Hagelin play before? Like, it, where was his? What was he most known for? What team? Washington. That's actually a great guess. He did say earlier William Nylander did play for the New York Rangers. Um, so we're, we're testing his <laughs> hockey guy knowledge. Not great. Could be better. But, but that's also not bad. <laughs> it's not them, bad. Right? He did play for them. He right? did play for them. Yeah. He yeah. Played, Rangers yeah. is probably where I know him more so from. I, I mean, but. I also. Well, that was a layup because everyone played too. for the Rangers. That is true. That's I'm why Penguins, too. I kind of remember Hagelin on the Penguins a little bit, right? I guess. Penguins I mean, had everybody in Yeah, they had, they had everyone at some point. You name it. 
Um, anyways, Seth, let's dive into this upcoming week here as well. Dude, we don't have an advertised meeting because I screamed at the camera before we brought you on, so I don't have anything for that one. But I want to talk about where the Minnesota Wilds stack up for the upcoming season. They play Thursday, of course, against the uh, Panthers, and then they take on the Toronto Maple Leafs on Saturday. But where we want to do this is we want to talk a little bit of a deeper dive into the uh, the Panthers game, and then we could dive into the Leafs game and then give our predictions as to where we think the Wild will sit by the end of this week. Uh, and right away, I want to start off with Fiji some uh, some stats here, or a little bit of uh, pieces here about the yeah. Panthers. So one thing I wanted to say is the first thing I did, I looked on ESPN. This blew my mind. Uh, according to ESPN, they have more centers than they have defensemen. They have 13 listed centers, according to ESPN. They have 11 defensemen. They have two left wings and two right wings. And they still don't have a great top line centerman, which is just crazy to me. Right now, obviously Barkov is out, he, or at least he had an illness coming up, uh, or at least just recently as well too. So right now, I pulled up their lines as well too. It's listed as Carter Ver- Verhey doesn't scare me whatsoever. Uh, Zach Dalpe is centering him with Evan Rodriguez on their top line. Second line, you have Sam Bennett as your centerman. You have Anton Lundell as your third line centerman, and then you have some a. Uh, uh, a specimen by the name of Steven Lawrence as your fourth line centerman. 13 centers listed, and that's what you come up with on your lineup. Great Seth face, by the way. I don't know. Where do you sit on this one? I obviously don't have faith in Sergei Bobrovsky. I think he's a shell of a man. Spencer Knight sent down to the AHL as well, too. Um, I think the Minnesota Wild come out with a win in their first game here coming up on Thursday at home as well too in front of the crowd. I think it's an absolute lock. I don't even need to know what the what the money line numbers are or even the it's gonna be one and a half, but I don't even want to know what the payout is on the spread. But I'm taking the Minnesota Wild in that one. I actually wouldn't be surprised if Marc Andre Fleury started that game solely because of the matchup that's coming on Saturday. But Seth, I want your opinion. I think the Wild will win because I think we see a little bit of a hangover for the Panthers. Obviously, a miraculous, incredible, amazing run to the cup final by just deciding as a team, hey, let's just beat everybody in the playoffs now that we're here, now that we actually got in. Obviously, Matthew Kachuk is a player you need to watch out for. But the thing that I find interesting, Alex Micheletti and I talked about this uh, for yesterday's episode, the, uh, the Panthers have a former wild defenseman in their top four by the name of Dmitry Kulikov. Heard of him. And we all remember how that worked out. The thing that concerns me here on the Panther side is that he's in the top four. So he's going to play prominent minutes, which means that you're going to have the likes of Kirill Kaprizov, who always puts on a show on opening night, uh, going up against him at points throughout this game. And that second line is really the one that scares me, but with the fact that the Wild are at home, they'll be able to have last change so they can match Jewel Eriksson up against um, against Sam Bennett to just try to neutralize that. Um, I think the Wild will get the win here. I don't know, maybe 3-2, 4-2, something like that. I think they're able to get a couple by Bobrovsky couple power play goals Ooh. i think it'll be uh i think it'll be a relatively stress-free win but um knowing my luck it'll end up being something just insane like a shootout um i do think the wild win though 100 yeah Huge. wild in game one i feel like is a lock i i really like the matchup 
Um, and I think Seth hit it on the head. I think there is going to be a little bit of a hangover for the Florida Panthers. They went on a miraculous run there in the playoffs. That Keyword miraculous. Yeah, it was like nothing you've ever seen. I mean, the Bruins had them dead. <laughs> them dead to rights. All they had to do was win one more game, and it didn't happen. So, um, yeah, I, I like us in the first game, but moving on to Toronto, I am not as confident. I think that'll be a much more difficult test. And I like your take, Marlo. I do think... See, I don't know if they're going to go completely 50-50 split this year. I think it's going to be more Gus than Flurry. So I could totally see them going Gus-Gus to start it. But I like the take of Flurry-Gus to start the season. Give them each a start. I like that. And on top of that, too, Seth, that gives you a story right away off the bat. Like, starting Flurry? Oh, problems <laughs> in the locker room? Oh, Dino doesn't have control? Oh, you just got to put all see, that out there. I could see it 100% because that was another talker that Dean has had through the offseason is that we're going to at least give him a share to start so that you don't wear one guy down or the other. And then as the season goes on, if one guy gets hot, which we assume will be Gus, mm-hmm. that then that will be kind of the time where it's like, okay, we'll let uh, we'll let our guy go a little longer. But the only reason that I think they may go Gus Gus Flurry is because the third opponent of the season is the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Okay. That would be a final farewell homecoming for Flurry if this is indeed his final year in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And so I think that it's more likely that they go Gus Gus Flurry than it is Flurry Gus Flurry because yeah. I do think that they'll want to try to line that up on Tuesday um, to give him a shot there and. Let's be honest. Montreal's not great. No. So that should be a game that uh, that you should be able to win. So I think whoever we see, it's going to be an incredibly tough test for the Wild against Toronto, one of the best teams in the East, one of the best teams in the NHL, elite scoring, Ryan Reeves, uh, John Klingberg, yes. just two absolutely essential cogs to the uh, the Maple Leafs engine. And so uh, I think we'll see them definitely. No, they they won't factor in hardly <laughs> at all. But no, it's it's going to be a real tough one. And so it's not going to surprise me at all if the Wild end up one and one through the first two. Hundred percent. Which means we can dive into. You already gave your prediction on the Leaf score as well. Too. The only reason I want to say I brought up the whole flurry thing potentially starting game one. Obviously, I don't think that's truly going to happen. But you would definitely want to get your veteran guy buzzing right off the bat. Um, make sure you give him a little confidence boost. And I feel like Florida definitely provides that. Montreal. 110% <laughs> provides that as well, too. So great take on that one as well, too. I, you know, I could see it being a 1-1-1 one, one, and one start. I could see it. Oh. I could, I could see it. I could see it. Oh. I really could. And then the storylines really get going. Is like, are we going to play it. Flurry over Gus one, after this contract? It could also be a 3-0-0 oh, oh, with three shootout wins. Ooh. Ooh. See, now That's we're hot. getting spicy. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's obviously a significantly scarier team. There's no doubt about that. The Maple Leafs coming at a plus 1,100 right now to win the Stanley Cup, which seems significantly higher, but that's fourth in the entirety of the NHL. At plus eleven hundred, Minnesota Wild coming at thirteenth at a plus three thousand right now. Which the teams they are in between, by the way, they are just below Pittsburgh. Better odds on Pittsburgh. They're tied with Calgary Flames for their Stanley Cup odds. Stanley Cup odds don't mean anything. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say let's invest in this. Let's worry about this whatsoever. But they are significant. Uh, Toronto is a significantly more, uh, I guess, a more favored team in throughout the entirety of the NHL as well, too. Um, also, a little dumb stat for you, Seth, I want to throw at you as well, too, that the uh, <laughs> this 
Use this as you want. Toronto Maple Leafs, by the way, average a total of 4.8 goals on the second game of the season that they play as well, too. So they come out buzzing right off the bat. How it did was you pull that? I was stupid and bored and maybe a little stoned. Um, so I ended up like digging into that one as well, too. <laughs> I looked at it. Last year was their bad year. Before that, it was like 5.8 goals Damn. in their second game since 2017, by the way. So it's not like this is just in the past two years, past three years. They score goals. They are ready right off the bat. They're good to go. Um, and on top of that, too, they're coming in. I think the key piece in this game, turn to you, obviously, is I think this is going to be one of those things where, in my opinion, we're outmatched on offense, personally. They definitely have the elite goal scorers. I think we're, you can make an argument with Spurgeon out. I'm going to say that. That's the caveat. With Spurgeon out, I would say we're potentially outmatched defensively they definitely have a little bit more of that offensive piece to it as well, too. Where we win, I think, is on the goaltending side of things, and it's drastic that we have significantly better goaltending. No matter who is in the net as well, too, is the key piece in that little statement right there. So I think what we're going to see is we're going to see a greediness matchup. Obviously, they have some pieces. They added in Bertuzzi, dog. They added in Domi, semi-dog. Maybe dog with like an ankle biter is probably how yeah. I would describe it. Yeah, yeah more not, like a, a Maltese, not a like... Maltese. Not an extremely small dog. Yeah. Like a, a mid mid size. Yeah. We're not talking like a Great Dane or a pit bull. Like yeah. mid size. Like a corgi. Yeah. Like a little corgi. And I feel like Revo <laughs> is like that backyard like dog where you're like, don't go close too close yeah, to the fence because it'll bark to you. It'll bark at you, but it's really not that scary once yeah. you get that close to it. Because I think Revo, and a lot of people are going to hate this take, I don't think he was that scary last year. I don't think he really did much for us a whole lot last year. He was kind of a piece of shit. I'm going to say that Lucy Cam wow. is pissed. Wow. Cam doesn't like that. Revo's the dog from Sandlot. That's the best way I oh. can put it. So, yeah, he's a big pussy yeah. is what you're saying. Oh, what does that make? No, you can just make Pat Maroon then, a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Pat Maroon is not a real person. <laughs> he's a government spy. There's no way someone is... He's not real. I don't even know what your spin zone on that one was. That didn't make any fucking sense to me. That, that was crazy. Not a lot. But anyways, we're going to see it. We're going to see And obviously, the key pieces in our end to counterpoint that. So they kind of get the advantage and the greediness kind of things, in my opinion, as well, too. Because your key pieces are Moose, who is probably going to... You're probably going to see a Revo Moose fight. Wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. Then you have Maroon, and then you have a Duhame. Um, oh it wouldn't goodness. surprise me if you see... I mean, I could see Maroon t- trying to take on Revo's just to establish himself with this team and with the fan base. But... Um, Leafs are one where I'm going to give us the advantage. I'm going to give us one, even though the stats are telling me otherwise. But I am going to give the Wild the win over the Leafs. But I wow. loosely, I wouldn't be surprised if we do that one. And I'm usually the negative one on the show. I, I, see, I think that's the I think that's where we get our overtime or shootout loss in the one one and one prediction there. So I'll I'll say if we if we get it to a shootout, I think we'll beat Toronto. But this is interesting because they won't be able to Matt Murray the net off of uh, off of its moorings this year because he just had surgery, so yeah. he will not be he will not be on the roster. So it's going to have to be a clean goalie win for I think Jack Campbell. I don't even know who the Leafs starting Sam, goalie Sam would be. Sonoff. I think it's Samsonov. Samsonov. Yeah, I'm pretty sure You're it's Samsonov. Right. Yep. Samsonov. Which I, I have faith in Samsonov. Yeah, I actually, like Samsonov. I do. I'm actually a He's big a Samsonov, Samsonov fan, fan for whatever reason, but it, I don't have a whole lot of <laughs> rationale behind it, but I am a fan of Samsonov. I still don't, I still think, like I said, advantage goes to us in that piece. 
Um, you might see 14 shots from <laughs> Austin Matthews mm-hmm. um, alone, yeah. but because I think that's what they're going to have to do to get it done past these goaltenders. Because um, we still have some strong, solid defensemen on the back end. But once yep. again, they still have the offensive pieces of yes. that defensive thing. So it's going to be a battle. We can't give up penalties. That's a fact. And I feel like we're <laughs> going to because you have those dogs like Bertuzzi. You have those dogs like Domi. You're, they're going to draw penalties. That's yeah. just a fact. They also might take some stupid penalties, and that's True. when we need to capitalize. But so the thing power play, special teams is going to be a key get piece. in their heads. Yeah. That's the thing with Bertuzzi. That's Bertuzzi. the key. Yeah. That's true. So I don't know. I give it to I give it to the Wild on that one. Seth, you said you think it's probably going to be a loss on that one. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's it's just it's tough. Like last year, the Wild played in Toronto, like one of their best games of the season. Made one mistake at the end of the game. It was I, I think it was a Matt Boldy turnover right in front of the net, and William Nylander scored with like a handful of seconds left. But that's what that's the kind of team Toronto is, is you have to play perfect hockey to beat them if you don't have the offense to keep up and we don't. So I, I'll say it'll be close. I don't think it's going to be any sort of a laugher. I don't think we see that replicated this year by this wild team that we saw last year. Not in game two. So, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'll be close, but I do think that we'll take the L. All right, so two final questions for you, Seth. I got two. These are both sponsored by Cultivated CBD. Make sure you head over to Cultivated CBD as well, too. Gummies, drinks, smokes, you name it. Cultivated CBD has it. So the two questions for you right off the bat. One, Seth, are we going to see more Seth faces on thumbnails? We need that back. Yes. I. Um, this is, okay, this is breaking news we did, on we Wild Takes. It. First scoop. Oh, this, here we go. Breaking news on Wild Takes. Thumbnails are returning on Thursday. We did it. You're welcome, <laughs> uh, folks. We go. did this for you. Okay. This is the you, have, you heard it here. You heard it hey, right this here. Is, this is big news. It's <laughs> a big breaking news here. Yeah, because turns out, and it's funny because half the time I don't even realize that I'm doing it. Turns out my face is almost too animated a lot of the time. It's not a bad thing. No, we need to capture that so that then once the season is over, I can do like I did two years ago where it was just the the thumbnail collage. A montage. <laughs> no, a mont. We got to come up with a name yeah. for that. We got to come up with a name for that stuff. We got all season, but we got to come up. I with think a I would trade you like you said you have like memeable faces. I just have a thousand chins that I don't like to show <laughs> off. And I keep shaving Whoa. my face like a dipshit. It doesn't change for me. Well, yeah, that's why we you got to just gotta just the let scruff. the just let the beard be the blanket. The face blanket. Hey, yeah, go. I just might be a bottom goatee guy. No muzzy, just bottom <laughs> goatee. I'll be the 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 what the rest to finish out Midzi's face. That's what I'm gonna do. Mm, that might be it. So. That might be it. Final question I want to ask you as well too, Matt Boldy. We put out a little graphic earlier today over the Wild Takes uh, Twitter, the Wild Takes Instagram as well too. Matt Boldy, seventy points this year. How do we feel about that? Oh, yeah. Higher. Okay, we did that at the Put same a number on it. Time. Put a number on it yeah. right now. I want to hear what number you got. I I'm going to say I'll take 79. Ooh. Keep going. 63 is as high by the way. Cuz here's so here's the logic behind that. I I know Zooch is nodding. Mm-hmm. Um that Line combination of Erickson Eck, Johansson, and Boldy mm-hmm. together. You look at what those guys did when they were line mates. Just so happened that that was 
when Boldy went nuts in March, had uh, 13 goals, I think it was in the month of March. Um, he was on play. He was on like a a 40 goal, 100 point pace with that line. And yes, they won't do that this year. But even if you do 80, percent if he's if he's on a 100 point pace, if you do 79 percent of that, that's 79 points. Love it. That's the logic right it. there. That's math right there for you, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a smooth 82 though. I don't know Ooh. why. I feel 82. I, I only gave him 70. I think I said 72 was my number in my head. I was like, I don't think. Hey. I think he surpasses 70. I don't think he goes that high. It's his, what, year three in the league? I mean, he only had a half season in his first year, I believe. I might be wrong on that. But third full year here. I, I expect big things this year from and Matt Boldy. I feel like a large chunk is going to come from the power play, if anything, as well, too. Well, well right. I think the power play is going to be decent this year. Seth, I don't want to get you uh, – <laughs> I know we're, you get a lot of power play uh, you know, on your pod and all that stuff. Angst. So, yeah. I think it's going to be good this year, personally. I mean, Not the second unit. It, I think it's kind of gonna, it's going to be the same thing as last year, only this first unit this year is going to be much better. I don't. It's not really out of the realm of possibility to be a top ten unit this year no. if they just shoot more. That yeah. that's the thing is it's not like there is a huge talent gap in that top power play unit. Like you put those guys up against anybody else in the league, it's it's one of probably the more talented top units in the NHL. If they shoot the puck, yeah, they'll be fine. The right if they there. don't. That's where the problems arise. And so I feel like it's a simple problem to fix. Just shoot the puck. Seth, can no. you do me a favor real quick? Can you real quick just say it's okay to shout shoot from any level in the XL Energy Center? I fully endorse shouting shoot the puck from any location, any vicinity, any time of day, anywhere, anytime. Shoot the shoot puck. the puck. Fucking puck, please. That's perfect. Cam, okay, yell it from the bathrooms. Clip that. We need that one for the clip. Uh, one more one. God. We sewer it in, and then we bring you back with another bad take of like, yell, shoot from anywhere. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> Just encouraging bad fandom. Next thing you know, I need you to say, do the wave at every game. Uh, little Alexis action yep, for us. Yep. Hello, Alexis. <laughs> do Seth. the wave anywhere. <laughs> Stop it. Seth, I want to say thank you for coming on. We truly do appreciate you. Tell everybody where they can find you, where they can listen to your wild opinions, uh, and and uh, and and where they can find you, just you in general. Well, you can hop aboard Lockdown Wilds anytime. We are always taking spots for uh, new listeners as we get the season started on Thursday. We're going to have a ton of fun with it this year. Uh, interviews with players. We've got a ton of stuff that'll be happening at games from a content perspective. We've got some things that we're going to be doing during the week as well. Trying to make more of an effort to interact with the listeners. Locked on Wild Nation is absolutely a plus. And so we'll be doing a ton of that. You can follow us on social media at Locked on Wild, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, and uh, just enjoy the vibes as we uh, chug through the 2023-2024 season. Seth, we want to thank you one last time, and uh, that'll be the end of your Wild Takes episode. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back again next Tuesday with more predictions, more guests. We're going to talk Minnesota Wild Hockey. Make sure you follow Seth. Make sure you follow us. Tune in next week. We love you. We appreciate you. Go Wild.